0: Jeez. Recorded live.
1: Well, hi everyone. Welcome to this January 19th, 2016 edition of the Everything is Energy show. This is your host Judy Greenow here with EMC Squared co-founder Roberta Halatic to talk about the aim program of energetic balancing and recent additions to the database to help further support our self-healing and to strengthen our sense of well-being. To learn more about our co-founders and to get their book, Sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, which chronicles the decades of work and history that preceded the launch of AIM, please consult your facilitator and their website or aimprogram.com. As we begin, we want to remind our listeners that AIM Energetic Balancing is not medicine or health care, and it does not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared's holographic spiritual technology helps you heal energetic imbalances in consciousness where everything is created and where all true healing occurs. Only you can heal you. AIM assists you in doing so 24-7. Imbalances in consciousness are what EMC squared believes to be the predispositions or potentials for eventual negative manifestation unless healed by you. Once healed from your consciousness, hereditary imbalances are gone for good. They don't return and cannot be passed on to offspring. When discussing any newly revealed imbalances, as Roberta will be doing today, and she does every call here, She'll provide a general description of the energetic orb or orbs in which the newly found frequency appears in the person in whom the imbalance was identified. But we're reminded that any imbalance you may have can have a completely different impact in you, if any, as you experience it or the healing of it. There's no way of predicting or determining that, hence the statement she always makes or wherever it is in you if you have it. Should she happen to mention the specific name of any frequency component, also remember she's talking about energetic imbalances only, not about actual diseases. And finally, any special rechecks or life force checks done do not involve any type of physical testing whatsoever. Therefore, we cannot and do not confirm or dispute any medical diagnosis. Good morning, lady. How are you?
0: Really good. How
1: are you? I you know what I'm I'm really good too I just I it's like some days I say could I possibly have any more energy because <laughs> I wow. well especially after I hear you know some comment on TV or whatever about well they were talking about uh President Bush the other day and and his wife his and how you know uh, things you expect at their age and I always sit here going not me (laughs) you know we don't have to expect things like that it's so it's so common and i i really do i feel good the only thing i was going to mention to you i think it's a good reminder for everybody that sometimes we feel things as we're healing frequencies new ones that roberta found and added to the aim trays and sometimes we don't but something that always stands out to me we've talked about this before but i think it's a good reminder for for people and especially those coming on on the trays that Dreams seem very vivid sometimes, and I think mm-hmm. you tell me yours can seem scary. Mine are just wacko, just Uh-oh. just bizarre, you know. And that that's usually a sign for me personally that okay, I'm probably you know dealing with something, but that's a good thing. I mean, I don't have any currently; don't have any physical thing that I'm feeling or or emotionally per se. But the weird, weird, weird dreams sometimes. So that's my observation. I, and I was going to mention. Too, if anybody's interested, um, there's a call that Evan did back on July 17, 2013. If you go to your facilitator's website and go down to the events and resources section, the call page is there and all the ar- archives. It's called Vivid Dreams and Other More Subtle Signs of Healing with AIM. I may actually go listen to that one again <laughs> today, but, yeah, I've had, I've had some weird one, weird ones on and off over the last several weeks, so. The process oh continues,
0: huh? <clears throat> yeah. And I was thinking that too that last night I had a restless sleeping huh. and lots of weird dreams and I don't really recall the dreams but yeah. um didn't sleep all that I was kind of in and out or something. I don't I don't I'm not tired but um I don't feel like I had that deep sleep where I guess because I had all these wild <laughs> dreams. But, uh, mine <laughs> a lot of
1: <laughs> a lot of the times mine will happen like if I wake up at like five or six and I want to go back to sleep for an hour or so it seems like that's when they happen most often and I like my uh, I set my my phone because I wanted to get up a little bit earlier this morning and when I heard my my cell phone I was I was like completely out I mean I was so out I was groggy <laughs> oh <my laughs> getting goodness. up to turn the to turn the phone off and that's when I can remember. Then I go, oh, my God, what was that? And why was that person in my dream and whatever? But then, you know, 10 minutes later, I've forgotten about it. But, yeah, it's uh, it's just an observation, and, and there may be be lots of other people out there that can identify with us. So I just thought I'd mention it. Then sometimes anyway, you have to get
0: that dream book out, huh, and see yeah. what does that dream mean?
1: I, I actually I try not to get that deep. I just go, okay, that was weird, wacko. Why did this person show? I usually – I can think of something in the dream, and, and this morning it was just a bunch of wacko things that made absolutely no sense. And but I can think of something that I can recall looking at, or a person that popped into my, you know, experience
0: the day before. Yeah, it's, that's usually what it is. It's usually yeah. someone's on your mind. You've mm-hmm. Spoken to them. There was an issue with something that. Um, you know you were dealing with or what have you yeah mm-hmm. that's usually sometimes i'm balancing a checkbook i love those ones <laughs> or thinking oh, about taxes you know all that fun stuff but oh well you know it's just a dream and then you wake up and it's all you know everything's okay. back to normal okay, and okay. that's gone that
1: layer has gone there we go. yeah come.
0: for sure but well it's been a, bad.
1: it's been a, a, a busy year for us aimers already, uh, what is it, the 19th of January, and I just thought I'd let you know how busy you've been. I'm counting uh, 23 frequencies. Oh, my goodness, wow. Yeah, 23 frequencies so
0: far. We're off and running.
1: Yep, we are, and uh, what, six of those are acquired. So I'm counting the last newsletter went through frequency 1705. Mm-hmm. So I'm counting eight to go over today. Does that jive that with your record? about
0: yeah that sounds about right okay
1: all right well let's let's see what we got going here and i you know i'll I'll say this too. It occurs to me every time I read our disclosure, and I know some of you get this a little boring to you, but they're good reminders in there, and they're important, especially to new people coming on here. looking at this, there are some energetic orbs that on occasion seem to be popping up quite often in different frequencies that are found in different people. Um, and that seems to continue to be the case here. So when we say in the disclosure, once something's gone, it doesn't come back, that's very true. However, the mm-hmm. <laughs> question is, how many of those little critters are conspiring together to contribute to some um, some issue that you're having? So it's a good reminder for people that we're always chipping away and selecting whatever balancing energies we we need. And, and the goal here with Roberta and her relentless efforts is to help us get to the bottom of the barrel of every single issue that we may be experiencing or have the potential to experience. Yeah, so I'll thank absolutely. you in advance for that.
0: Oh, you're welcome, and it's my pleasure. I really enjoy trying to find new things. It's kind of like finding a needle in a haystack sometimes. but <laughs> It's um, like an ongoing mystery. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like putting puzzles, pieces mm-hmm. together, and if I can help somebody feel better... Um, that's our goal, you know. So mm-hmm. we've had um, a lot of crazy stuff this week, that's for sure. And a lot of different, like you said, a lot of um, some of the areas that we seem to be finding um, a lot. This week it seemed like um, we had a few in the skin and lungs seem to mm-hmm. be um, a vocal point. But anyway, so we'll start off with 1706. And I found this one last um, Thursday on the 12th. And um, this particular person had a lot of, they gave us a lot of information about what was going on with them. But some of the main things were neck and shoulder pain, um, those kind of things. So we found um, frequencies that affected the brain, the lymph system, the bloodstream, and the muscles, or wherever it is in you if you have it. Um, unresolved emotional frequency was apprehension. Next one um, would be 17, or excuse me, 1801. And this particular person had issues with the lungs. There we go, again, skin and scalp. And um, this particular frequency was found on the 12th as well. And we did find frequencies in the orbs of the lungs respiratory system, the central nervous system, the heart, the kidneys, the bladder, the urinary tract, and it could be somewhere else in, in you if you happen to have this particular one. The unresolved emotional frequency was impatience. This one was kind of funny because I found this one in um, uh, someone that I know, and um, I thought impatience? Huh, I could have just written that one right, right in. <laughs> I knew exactly who that was. <laughs> Didn't even have to check that. That was funny. And next we've got um, 1802. And this was found on Monday the 16th. And this particular person has been having issues with the skin on her face. And um, it's kind of an interesting one. She was scratched by her kitty her um, a while ago. Been kind of almost a year, I think, that she's been dealing with this. <clears throat> and she's gone to the physicians and had people checking her, and she's had a lot of different um, treatments. She does a lot of energetic work and um, trying to find out what's going on with her skin. And um, we've been checking her, and she was telling me that it would be getting really doing really well, and then she'd contact me and go, "There's still something there." So we've checked her a couple of times. And um, the other day, um, she called me to ask me to check her again. She was, the doctor was checking it and they thought maybe it might be some form of skin cancer, but they weren't sure and anyway, so we did find some frequencies in her skin. And as I said, I found that on Monday the 16th. And it was only in the orb of the skin. It might be somewhere else in you if you have it. And the unresolved emotional frequency was dissatisfaction. And she felt that that was right on the money too because she was (laughs) really having a hard time dealing with it. She's not too satisfied with the way things are going that no one can seem to to figure out what it is, and it's been taking so long to to clear it. But sometimes our skin does take a long time to heal, and sometimes we have to look at what it is that's making us look at it. So sometimes in your skin, it comes in your skin to make you see something because you'll look Mm -hmm. at your skin. Next we've got 1803, and this again was found on the 16th. This particular person is having issues with skin rashes. And we did find um, frequencies in the orbs of the skin, the female reproductive system, the kidneys, the bladder, the urinary tract, and again, it might be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was aggravation. And I guess you would be sort of aggravated with your skin mm. itching all the time. That would kind of be uncomfortable. Next, we've got an acquired frequency. And this, instead of being hereditary, meaning something you were born with, it's an acquired frequency, meaning it's something that um, is on the active side. It's come into your sphere. We don't know how long you've had it, but it's been there. So um, we found this acquired frequency in this particular person. And um, let's see. I'm trying to think what... um, I don't know, I know, she was real emotional and she wanted me to, that was the issue, she was just not feeling great, but very emotional. So we found this acquired frequency and it was found in the orbs of the brain, in the hearing system or the ears, um, female reproductive system, muscles and joints. And she did mention that she had been achy and had some other issues, so she um, told her facilitator she was right in line with all this. And it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. On the acquired frequencies, because she had asked me about the emotions acquired with it in her, um, her email to the facilitator, she wanted to know about emotional stuff. So I thought, on our acquired frequencies, we haven't been checking the emotional side of it, and I think I should. Because with any of these frequencies that we find in us, there is an emotional component. And I think it's very beneficial for all of us to know what that emotional component is. And her emotional component was anxiety. And she said that was right on the money. She's very anxious. And it was making her um, very emotional about everything. So she was really thankful and grateful that we found something in her. Next, we have 1805, which is found on Tuesday, the 17th. And um, this particular person has been having heart issues and the doctor put them on heart medication and they wanted to know if there was something maybe not in the (coughs) database or something they were clearing Mm -hmm. that might help with the heart. So, we took a look and we found frequencies that affected the heart the brain, the circulatory system, and it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was indecision. And she mentioned to her facilitator, and they got back to me, that indecision was right on the money. She's trying to decide if she should retire or not. (laughs) She's been going (laughs) back and forth. So she's very undecided. So she thought indecision was right there. So maybe she'll make her decision. Um, Next we've got 1806. And um, this was a young woman who had gained some weight, was very tired, and was having digestive issues. And this was found on the 17th as well. And we found a few things in the orbs of the thyroid gland, the adrenals, which um, controls how um, up or down you are. And your... Um, your um, Uh, tiredness or whatever you want to call it, not having a lot of energy, that kind of thing. Her stomach, digestive tract and colon, or it could be somewhere else in you. If you have it, unresolved emotional frequency was impatience. And last, we have adorable one-year-old twins. They are precious and they were born premature and they had um, issues with their lungs when they were born, and they're both um, in the hospital. And mom Mm. wanted to know if there was something that maybe wasn't on aim or if we could give her any guidance as to what was going on with these two little adorable little girls. They're so precious. And we did find an acquired frequency, and I found it in both of them, along with some active frequencies and another hereditary frequency that they were dealing with. But this acquired frequency was in the orbs of the lungs, the respiratory system, the digestive tract, the stomach, the heart, and the cornea of the eye. I thought that was kind of interesting. Hello. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. I know I thought of you, Judy. I thought of you right away. i thought, hmm, I wonder if Judy has this one. (laughs) It could be somewhere else in you if you have it. And the unresolved emotional frequency was discomfort. So so um, that you brings happen, us to current. Mm-hmm. I
1: was going to ask, and it's not, compl- it, you know, everything is coincidental as we know, but I was going to a- ask if you happen to know um, were both were the both of the parents on the AIM program before the twins were born?
0: Um, how I don't know, but I can okay. look it up. I have their codes, so I could look it up well, and see. Well, and
1: it just... It's like it, it's it's not in the past. It's not been uncommon for a baby to be born and not show at the time their their check to come on the AIM program, not show um, to be clearing anything. But it's always possible that something else gets gets revealed, and one or both parents have it, and voila, the baby may have it, right? And then acquire sure. you just acquire. You know, we all acquire stuff, well, probably mm-hmm. daily, for that matter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let me see. You said
1: they were um, they
0: were a year old, right? Yes. A year old. It's like I had a, um, parents could have been on, yes, yeah. before the babies were born.
1: Yeah, I had someone come back on the AIM program, and she'd been off for almost two years, and she's married now, so her, her husband's coming on for the very first time. Um, and she was asking about you know implications for the for the unborn child, and I said, "Well, yeah you know, pretty much while you 're pregnant it 's almost like two for one, mm-hmm. but um she 's due in July, so I said you know the they put the baby on when it 's born, and we 'll check the life force, but uh, she 'll have the advantage of of not having things you 've already healed from your mm-hmm. previous time on the AIM program, but there may still be some things to work on but you know definitely, when she's going to let me know when the baby's born and you know talk about getting the family plan together and so on, but it's just i I'm always interested when a new baby comes on the program i'm always a little jealous
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> really.
1: we' had we'd had that kind of um,
0: advantage,
1: if you will, but uh, how yeah. great to not you know if your parents have been on ideally been on you know a few years before you even conceive the child uh, that's that's the very very best scenario because they've had a chance to clear a lot of stuff hereditarily but uh yeah it's you know and i was reading too in the book uh sanctuary roberta how you guys have always looked for every type of balancing energy you can put on the trays and and some of these acquired things we might well overcome and heal on our own but having the extra balancing energies for mm-hmm. them we heal them that much faster
0: absolutely so, absolutely yeah and, and it you know it just it just increases um our abilities yeah. to to get as much on as we can for all of us to benefit from, mm-hmm. so um you know, and we never know where in the scheme of things in our body, like is this the hundred and fiftieth frequency, or is it the third frequency we don't really know, and your body kind of clears things as it sees you need to clear them. So, you know, we could be coming on the program, you know, this year, or last year, I should say, and maybe coming up on our 11th month, and we might be clearing one of these new ones, and then next time we might be clearing something that's further back Mm -hmm. in the the scheme of things that we've found. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that um, when you come on the program, you're not going to be clearing these new ones until, you know, five years from now or whatever it happens to be. We just don't know. You know, mm-hmm. And we used to find that um, when um, we were in private practice and we would have a new participant or patient at that time, they were called, come into the office and we would check to see everything that was going on with them. And there would be this big laundry list. And then we'd have to check and see, well, out of all these things that we're finding, which ones can you clear first? And then yeah. you've got a remedy for those. Now it's so nice that we have Mm -hmm. access to all of those. And so we might be clearing a few of them at the same time. We just don't know. Mm -hmm. So um, most likely we probably are clearing more than one frequency, hereditary Mm -hmm. frequency at a time. So the new participants coming on the program are way ahead of us. Um, When when we (laughs) started. Yeah, we started yeah, it took us a long time to get <laughs> stuff done.
1: As as I recall, uh, weren't you the one that helped end the six month program? Didn't Stephen find a frequency in you that that hung in there for more than six months?
0: Yes, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know that's I'm I'm so glad you you just said what you said because it's a great reminder. Even when we give people their. Um, Eleven-month life force checks, especially to a family. I, depending on the on the principle, <laughs> I may get questions like, "Well, how come they're clearing something that is more recent than mine?" And I'm going, and I'm like, "You know what? It just this is what shows. I have no idea what you already went through. Could be you know, mm-hmm. our, our consciousness does not follow a numerical order." Uh, as, as we do when we're finding new frequencies, and they have to have an address, which is a num- ends up being a number. So there's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing we can say other than this is what's showing, no idea
0: what you still have or what you've already cleared. Right, and not everybody in the family is going to be clearing the same frequencies. Yeah. You would yep. think that the family would all have mm-hmm. the same things because they're all related. Yep. Not so, like with my sister and I, my sister went through um, the whole system before we had AIM when um, we were doing the initial evaluations and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have half the stuff I did, and we didn't have any of the same things, hmm. which was odd. Because so, like my grandparents, um, my grandfather on my mom's side had diabetes, and my grandmother had a lot of lung issues. And... I got the diabetes stuff, and then there was also some cancer frequencies on my other side, my dad's side. So my sister got some of those, and, you know, it was just kind of, we never, we thought we would all have the same thing, and no, you don't. And so when you're doing a family plan, and you're telling the mom and the dad and the telling them about their three children and none of them have the same thing or maybe the kids have the same thing and they don't or one parent has the same as a couple of the kids, yep. you just don't know. Yeah. You, might have, you might be clearing that one next time around. You just mm-hmm. never know. And when yep. the next check comes up, you probably have already cleared it because that's going to be quite a time from, you know, we don't check every day. So it'll be a while before you get mm-hmm. your next recheck as far as that goes. So you've probably already cleared through a whole bunch of stuff. You and know. even
1: with you and your sister, what you're talking about was what was checked years and years ago. So who knows, out of all the hundreds or probably, probably more like thousands of frequencies added since then, who knows what, what what all you ended up having and, and she's ended up having. It's just impossible, and that's the beauty of it. We don't have to know. Thank God. It's, we don't have to go anywhere and get our thumbs probed.
0: <laughs> well, true, and it was, I used to always, well, some people saw it. they didn't want to know what he was finding, mm-hmm. and they would choose to not look at it. Yeah. And then some people are very curious. I know my mom, she doesn't want to know any of it. She just mm-hmm. wants to know that it's there and she can clear it. That's all yeah. she's interested in. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care what the name of it is. She doesn't yep. want to know about it. So like yesterday, she asked me about her eyes because um, I've talked about her on the program before that she's been having issues with her eyes lately. And um, so she's saying, did you find anything in my eyes? I have to go to the doctor and I want to know <laughs> if there's anything in my eyes. <laughs> well, your eyeball's in there, Mom. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't wouldn't advise mentioning anything outside of that to the eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny because she really what she really wants is she wants to get her eyelids done because she there's thinks so... her eyelids droop and the uh... doctor is not going for it. Really? So, yeah, he Cause he doesn't there's... he doesn't think that's gonna help her issue at all, and she thinks it uh... will. So.
1: Oh well, because I was. Surprise! And it started a couple, several years ago. That some of the ophthalmologists here in Las Vegas, anyway, they actually offer that service. Granted, it's largely where they feel it's impacting uh, someone's vision, which it can certainly do. But they actually, you know, a lot of these places have their own surgical centers, and that's part of what they do right there.
0: Yeah, and that she said a bunch of her, you know, a lot of her lady friends and some of the guys even. Are having it done, mm-hmm. so she really wanted that done. She thought that would help but her eyes. And they got to be careful.
1: Her. They got to be careful though, because if it's done, if it's not done by somebody that knows what they're doing, and they take out too much skin, it can keep your eyes from your eye eyelid from closing all the way, which can contribute to dry eyes.
0: Yeah. So Gosh, there's always
1: something to consider.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I think I would be afraid to do it. So I think I'll sit some <laughs> to just some droopy eyelids. I'm a chicken. I'm a chicken. I just like I'll take my wrinkles and I'll be on my way. I'll be fine. But um, yeah, so she that was our big conversation yesterday. But she mm-hmm. is one of those people that she doesn't want to know what is going on. She just wants to know. She tells me if you found something, did you put it on aim? And I go yeah, and she says okay. That's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law will call me and say, are you shaking the trays? Because I'm feeling a little funny today. <laughs> and I'll go, yeah, the, the trays are shaking all right. <laughs> and that's all she wants to know. And so it's it's kind of interesting to see how um, what people, how they react to it and how a lot of people don't even think about what's going on on the tray. And, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. they're just good with it. You know, and they just want to be on it, but they don't really think about it in those terms of being, Mm -hmm. they think more of the emotional side. And that's my other sister. I have a big, huge family here. But um, my little sister, she's more on the emotional side. She's always saying, what's on there? Because I'm feeling really, you know, Mm -hmm. depressed today or I'm feeling melancholy or I'm really irritable and it's not good or she'll ask me something like that.
1: Yep, for sure. It's a process. We're always
0: we're always up to
1: something, aren't
0: we? <laughs> yes, we are, and it's a good something. Absolutely. And it's like I was talking to um Anita Finley on Boomer Times the other day and she goes, How is it in Energy Land? <laughs> and I thought that was so cute. Yep. And I go, Well, Energy Land's doing really good. How about you? <laughs> or we could call it magnified
1: energy land because we're always in energy land, but on AIM it's like magnified <laughs> on yeah. steroids,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I wanted—I just before we go, I wanted to remind everybody uh, if you're not getting the weekly email newsletter that the office sends out—that goes out every Friday morning—if um, you're not getting it, then let your facilitator know and make sure they've always, always got a current email address for you and um if you're traveling or can't access email or whatever you can always find a link to the newsletter it'll go to the very the most recent one and then at the bottom of it there's links to hundreds of them that have been done um but you can find that on your facilitator's website it's it's the, like the very first link on the right hand side and then it's always available from the homepage of aimprogram.com too so if you miss it in email or you, you somehow don't see it, you can always access it through our website. I wanted to mention
0: that. Absolutely.
1: So, and and stay tuned because we've always got summaries of these new frequencies on the weeks we don't have calls, which, of course, are we do the, these calls the first and third Thursday of the month. The newsletter is going out every week, so you can still keep up to date on any new frequencies being added, the, the basic descriptions of the energetic orbs et cetera, emotional components and so on. Absolutely. So with that,
0: thank you very much. Appreciate well, you're the update. Thank you.
1: And, the and chat everybody time, stay always.
0: dry and warm and <laughs> yes. all that. Yes, take Take
1: good care of yourselves, by all means. For sure. All right, Roberta, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Have a great weekend. Same to every all of our listeners. We'll see you, you, all. Too. See you all next week. Bye-bye, Bye-bye. now. Bye-bye.